1: Here we go. It has begun. Hour number three, the Big Wild Outdoors, Braden gun. Bill George, Diego, hanging out here in the studio and on the phones this morning. We got uh, our good friend Rick Felita. Rick, are you there? I'm here. I wanted to start off the show with you because I know you want to be, uh, you have the gift of gab. So I want to give you as much, t- <laughs> as much time as I could give you, man, for this uh, turkey dealio that's going to be happening up. When is it, February 6th?
2: Yes, next Saturday.
1: Next Saturday, it's the uh, Florida Wild Turkey Extravaganza Sports Show. Is that the event- official title, or did I just make it up?
2: Nope, that is actually the official title. You had it perfect. Uh,
1: see, I remember some things, Bill George. Yeah. Turn on your <laughs> microphone, newbie. What are you? Did you just walk yeah, in here?
3: Yeah. Not. He may not remember dates. He may not remember which weekend it is. He'll. He'll remember some names. That's he's good at.
1: Yeah. That's what I. That's what I do. That's that's my specialty. Now uh, we went to it last year, and uh, it was a great time. It was a little bit uh, drizzly, but it was still a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So it was all good. Uh, this year, it's in the same spot, right at the True Heart.
2: Correct. That's at True Heart Ranch uh, in in Webster, Florida. Uh, about forty five minutes, maybe forty minutes north of Tampa.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, uh, it's, it's beautiful, out there.
2: beautiful barn. Uh, that high end barn that they do weddings and all of that kind of stuff. Um, really, really pretty place.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a beautiful place out there in the middle of nowhere. And when I say in the middle of nowhere, I actually had to call Bill George and say, "Okay, here's where I am. Where are you?" And he said, "I'll meet you at the main road. Just follow me back." Which sounds like an easy task, but Bill George drives at literally Mach 12. So, uh, <laughs> hey, me trying to keep up with him trying to do uh, you know Mach 11.9 uh, was uh, down there. Uh, but we ended up out there. It's in Webster, Florida. A little slice of heaven out in the middle of nowhere. And, man, it was a good crowd last year. There was lots of people. Unbelievable amount of call makers, local guys here within the state. And for Uh, us, it went
3: real well until everybody else came in and started using their cell phones. And then our Internet signal went.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it pretty pretty much died. Diego was like, (laughs) you guys got to get out of there. You guys got to get out of there. Pull the plug. Uh, but but now you're going to be there, of course, with your magical calls, correct?
2: I am. I am uh, Cypress Creek turkey calls, oh, and yeah. this year um, we we actually amped it up. I mean, we have some big name call makers from all over the southeast this year, coming in from South Carolina, Georgia, even uh, Master Long Box maker Ernie Fetters will be coming down from Pennsylvania to join us this year. Um, I think we're at 24 custom call makers of all types of calls, box calls, mouth calls, scratch boxes, strikers. Uh we got a guy, his company's Turkey Nut, he makes custom strikers out of Georgia, absolutely beautiful hand-turned strikers.
3: Saw that there um, last year. Ev,
2: yeah, Yep. And Ev, I mean uh, Eve, uh Al Hooters, crow calls. Um so the 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 call maker list has has really blossomed this year. This is our third year doing it. And like you said, last year, great crowd, horrible day. It was pouring down rain most of the morning, and we still packed the house. Yeah. Um, we're hoping that happens this year. It looks like beautiful weather. I hope we'll keep our fingers crossed, but the barn is now air conditioned this year. So even if it's not, we 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 they emptied the barn up a little bit. Yeah, you didn't wow. need you
1: didn't you didn't need the air conditioning last year. Mother nature provided that for sure, but
2: Dad, well, it's exactly right. We'd rather leave the doors open and it looks like uh if the weather holds, we will and oh. it'll be a beautiful well, day out there. Yeah,
1: it'll be awesome. Um we
2: have some artists coming. Uh we've got a local out of out of Valrico uh uh Lazada's custom knives going to be there setting up a table with custom knives this year. Um leather goods. Uh it's going to be a really good
3: time. Well, I know I've seen it on Facebook quite a bit because you're you're in my news feeds and this and that. But where can somebody go take a look at it if they're not on Facebook?
2: Um, in terms of the show, right now, Facebook and Instagram are the only places you can really find, uh, you know, the vendor list and that sort of stuff. Um, True Heart Ranch itself has its own website. Yeah. So a lot like like Brayden mentioned, um, it is. Kind of out in the middle of nowhere, just north of Richland uh, management area. It's beautiful, and, but if you Google True Heart Ranch, it will take you to it.
1: Yeah, they um, have a map, everything and, right there on the webpage. Plus, they also give you a, events that are coming up. Something big like this, they have an events page. And they turn
3: around, they and do. there's they a do. sign right there at the street, so it's real easy to see. It. Just
1: don't drive fast, otherwise you'll pass right <laughs> by. You'll pass right by, and you'll be like, "Dang, what are all those cars doing around that barn over there?" And maybe that's it. Turn around. <laughs>
2: Yeah. We will have some signs out for where to turn um, uh, off of uh, Cortez Boulevard. But, um, yeah, it, it, it can be a little bit tricky, but it, it, everybody seems to make it the last couple of years. And we've had really good crowds. Um, so, But you can go to the events page on True Heart Ranch and it will, like I said, give you the address and it'll have that event up there. Um, it's uh, we actually had to turn people call makers down this year and put them on a waiting list. We had so many people wanting to come down and do this with us. Well, there's wow. some
1: people you could take off that list that really don't have to be there. I mean, you got Mark Stepbox showing up. Why, why is he going to be there? He's just going to be taking up space. <laughs> he's
2: going to be there because he's coming with Steve Mann, of man made calls, oh. and that's the only reason we're allowing Mark to be there. I oh, got sure. you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. He he's going to be there with Steve. So, and we're and we're thrilled to have Steve. Another master call maker that we didn't have last year so yeah
1: and mark's thought, a really
3: good guy i too, thought i though. saw tim sanford with rutting yes, coming we, down I
2: finally talked yes i finally talked him into joining us this year um i've been on him the last two years and you know him making that move to his retirement property that he's rubbing in everybody's face on facebook every day mm-hmm. yes um and uh and yeah he's been getting busy making uh, mouth calls and scratch boxes and uh it's nice to have another florida call maker join us we've got uh Val Espinoza from up in the Panhandle, which is Old Crow Custom Calls, just an awesome, awesome guy. Makes beautiful calls. He's joining us this year, new to the list. So a lot of Florida call makers this year.
1: Yeah, huh? we like that. And of course, if you're going to show up there, you guys have food. I know they had food last year. They had.
0: Uh... Yes,
2: we will have food again this year. And it is. Uh, people have asked on Facebook. It is free admission, free parking. There is well, no admission to no no price to get in for to the public.
0: That's
1: right.
3: Now. I know there's some people out there. I know I have a lot of friends that are way more addicted to turkey hunting and calling than me. Um,
1: That's because you're a horrible caller. Who,
3: yes. <laughs> Is there anybody who's going to be there whose calls are should be in somebody's collector's list?
2: Um, yeah, there'll be quite a few. Ernie <laughs> Fetters would be one of them. Steve Mann would be one of them for sure. Um,
1: hey, don't sell yourself uh, there's, short. There's, you make some pretty <laughs> nice ones too, my friend. Well, I, I
2: appreciate that, but I'm not going to throw mine on the list to a collector's item just yet. I picked, but, um, up, I
3: picked up a Charlie Parrish call two weekends ago.
2: Well, uh, you got a good one. Um, you know, Charlie doesn't make uh, – Charlie's forgotten more about making turkey calls than most people will ever learn. Yeah. Um, he said he's going to try to be there, but, he, you know, he doesn't make calls anymore. So he No, does, he, he doesn't.
3: I just so no, happen to not. be – yeah,
2: he he doesn't make them
3: anymore, so if you can find one, you got to grab a hold of one. Well, I got it out of his hands, so it was perfect.
1: Yeah, but here's the bad there thing, Rick. Here's the bad thing. Bill George is the worst turkey caller on the planet, so he thinks if he goes and spends $500 on a turkey call, somehow it's going to magically make him better.
2: Well, absolutely, of course. <laughs> Rick. As a call maker, I'm going to tell you, of course,
1: that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is, Rick? <laughs> yeah, the, more you, the more you spend, the better you are at it. I, I didn't know that. I turned around. Of I,
3: I killed a turkey with my son, and as a as a celebration, I went and bought a hundred and some dollar turkey call from a a, a call maker and gave it to my son and my my friends are like what are you doing you know that that you can't take that out in the woods no that call was made to hunt that that that's going to be in that kid's hands and they're going to drop it in the swamp water and they're going to do whatever they need to yeah it's like it's know? like buying a, a beautiful
1: it's like be, buying a beautiful rifle and then going well there's no way i'm going to take that thing out in the woods it's going to get dirty and there might get some <laughs> acorn may fall on it you know it's it's, it's horrible but uh you know does anybody besides me still use an old Gatskin's call I mean geez man I mean those things used to be the you know the the cat's meow back in the day
2: <laughs> they did I, I think you and I talked about this last year as yeah, a matter of fact we did. I've got a couple of them that's I've got a couple of them and they're a great 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 turkey call
1: they, they are and I, and I just I, I don't even know if they're even made anymore are they even made they anymore? do
2: they do yep Tom's son makes them uh you can still buy them you can you can google it and uh he's got a website and you can buy gaskins calls. For i sure. i'm not,
1: I'm not driving to Palmetto to get one that's for sure. I mean, you talk about getting lost Palmdale. going to Webster Palmdale yeah, you talk yeah. about getting lost going to Webster. you will immensely get lost trying to find that town
3: <laughs> i need, I need to find a Neil cost call for somebody
1: for for what
3: I got a friend I need to take care of
1: really yeah. Somebody as bad as you yeah. make it better. That's all good. (laughs) You know what? I can sit here and rag on uh, Bill George all I want to about being a bad turkey caller, but the sucker kills about nine hundred a year. I I I do all right. Yeah, I I mean not not nine hundred Osceolas, but nine hundred in total across the United
3: States. It's woodsmanship. I. I deal with woodsmanship.
1: He does it the old uh, love it way. He drives out in the woods, finds him in a roost, and then shoots him out of the tree with a twenty-two. <laughs>
3: you don't know how true that is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know that love about
3: love it. <laughs> I know, I know. He did it
1: back in the day, but I don't know if you were listening to the show earlier. But uh, uh, Bill George may be looking for a special call for you uh, because he's got a trip planned that he's going to be going out to Hawaii to uh, kill Miriam's. So. There uh, is there any special super serious Miriam call that you could suggest for him? No, uh,
2: um, Hawaii, I have a buddy of mine that did uh, the the United States slam. He killed he's killed a turkey in all 49 states. Alaska doesn't have turkeys. Of course, Hawaii does, they're not native.
1: Yeah
2: and, the, and and I knew that he was flying out there. and the day I was in my classroom teaching the day that he killed, it was his 49th state. And he, I got a text on my phone, and I looked down and it said, "Dude, I did it and the picture was a turkey laying across his legs, sitting on the edge of a volcano, and you could see down in the crater <laughs> and he said that it was of all the places he's hunted all over the country that he called it he said it was it was Disneyland of turkey hunting in Hawaii, really It was absolutely unbelievable
1: yeah well, now, now you know Bill George mentioned the whole crater thing and everything else like that, and I'm thinking to myself. Why would those turkeys be out there on those lava fields out there and all that rock and stuff? Would they be over in the jungly area? It, it, well, he may
2: not have killed it there. That might have just been his scenic picture. Oh. Um,
1: they're up
3: there. You know, they're yeah.
2: up there. Well, there's, there it's, yeah, they transplanted Rios uh, into Hawaii, and they've just taken off, and it's become an entire industry of it, of its own to be able to go over there in the spring and and and, and shoot a turkey
1: i thought they um, had miriams out there too didn't they have miriams uh
2: they might i know that i know they put rios out there miriams they could have i'm not i'm not sure um but i know that there's rios out there for sure
1: well hang on rick we're gonna talk a little bit more when we come back we gotta take a real quick break can you hang on for me you got it all right hang on we're talking with rick of course. Uh, a legendary call maker here in the state of Florida talking about the uh, turkey extravaganza coming up next weekend. We want to talk more about it when we come back from break. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Bill George is all starburst up, so he's ready to go. Welcome in, everybody, Big and Wild Outdoors, hanging out with you this beautiful Saturday morning. It is a gorgeous day out there, and on the phones, we're talking with uh, Rick Felita of the Cypress Creek Turkey Calls. He's the man. And, uh, of course, we have a uh, turkey extravaganza coming up next weekend, and it's going to be out in uh, Webster, Florida, same place it was last year. It's going to be out there at the um, True Heart Ranch, They have a beautiful barn out there, uh, plenty of cover, plenty of parking, all that kind of stuff. The uh, admission is absolutely free. They don't charge you to park. They don't charge you to walk in. And they have a plethora of call makers and various other folks who are going to be showing up for this. We went down the list a little bit uh, before the break. Rick, uh, I know that you're going to be there. We talked about some other ones. I know that... uh, uh, Red Mist is going to be there. Spring King, Old Crow, Natural Addiction, uh, Pistol Creek, Pecker Wreckers. I mean, uh, Fowler Outdoors. I mean, dude, you got a, quite, a, quite a big name lineup that's going to be out here for this extravaganza, bro.
2: Yeah, we really do. We're really excited about it. Um, and uh, just, just some of the names, like you just said, that we, that we added um, this year that we, that we weren't able to get last year. And it, it, it's really going to be a lot of fun. I mean, if if you are a turkey hunter or just a call collector um, or just an outdoorsman, I mean, just to come out and see the craftsmanship of some of these calls uh, that some of, the, some of these call makers, well, all of these call makers make. I mean, it you know, in turkey calls, I mean, it's obviously got to sound good to, 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 to kill a turkey. Um, but the other part of it that we try to do is make them look good as well. Yep. Um, if it looks good and doesn't sound good, it's no good. But uh, I can make a lot of ugly ones sound really good, but that's no fun. <laughs> so the craftsmanship that that goes into it, uh, with the hand checkering and and you know, uh, while y'all were on break, I had the chisel out and was working on a box call, hand chiseling the inside of a box call. No, oh, there, um, there are a lot of work, but it's a it's a it's just a it's a it's a labor of love that we really love to do.
1: And it's also a place uh, we like to say that it's uh, like going to the turkey banquets. It's a great place to learn. I mean, most call makers will. Take the time to uh, show you how to use their call properly or how they feel that you should use their call. And You know, some guys have different techniques for their calls than other guys do. You know, the one guy likes, you know, the circular motion or one guy likes, you know, skipping across the middle or here's the sweet spot on this one. And uh, so you get to know uh, how this pot call is different from this pot call or or that box in this bag or that scratch they all sound different, but they all sound the same. You know what I mean? It's kind of like.
2: A- absolutely. Just like just like a wild hen. They all sound different, but they all sound the same. Exactly. Um, and all of, these call, all of these call makers are going to be, you know, you're going to p- be able to pick up any call they have on the table, uh, run it, you know, the way you want to run it or ask them for advice. Um, we got Scott Ellis gonna, is going to be there this year um, from Woodhaven and Hunt Quest. Um, anything you ever need to know about running a mouth call, uh, Scott will be the one to tell you, and he gets a lot of, of people coming up to him and talking to him about just that—you know, trying to learn a diaphragm and what can I do to make it sound better, and you know, how do I purr with it? How do I do a kiki run with it? Things that are difficult for guys to learn on a mouth call, and and Scott's going to be right there, just telling people exactly how he does it and how to do it and how to get better. And every call maker there is going to do that.
1: Yeah, and you know what? That's that's important that you have that option because uh like my our good friend steve austin you know he cannot use a diaphragm call as soon as it goes kick in his mouth he wants to throw up you know he wants to uh you know he's like kick he wants to uh, throw up and then spit it out so he's strictly a box call or uh or a di- or a, a scratch type call he cannot put put one of those in his mouth i mean he, he gets it and it vibrates and it makes him want to puke all over the place
2: i oh. understand my dad's the same way and he, and he and 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 uh, just kind of gave up on the mouth call, but that's why we've got all these other calls for you to come and choose from. It's not like going to a box store and just picking one off the shelf and then going home and learning how to use it. Right. Every one of these hey. call makers, if you buy a call from them, is going to make sure you leave there proficient in what you're doing.
3: Okay. Hey, okay. hey Rick, I got a, call, yep. a guy on the phone who had a question for you. Now, I'm not a phone professional here. I'm going to try
1: and bring him on with <laughs> oh, this. Oh, boy, here we go. This could be <laughs> okay. a disaster. Okay. Hang on, on, Rick. Here we go. Alan, are you there? Yes, sir. How you doing? How you doing? You're on the uh, you're on the show with us. How you doing? And uh, of course, Rick is on the phone as well. You can hear him, can you, Rick?
4: Yeah, I got him. All Whoa. right. Well,
1: there you go. Look at look at Bill George, Mister IT guy, Alan. You got a question for Rick?
4: Yes, sir. I do. Um, haven't hunted turkeys in the state and just relocated and having a little trouble. I got a 13 year old. I want to put on a turkey this spring. Uh, used to hunting up in Wisconsin, but he's never shot a turkey, and I'd like to put him on one this, this spring. Am I too late to try to find some place for a youth hunter? And if so, what do you recommend for public land? I don't know my way around too much, but, uh, you know, anything you can get me to help hopefully get this kid on a turkey this spring, I'd appreciate.
2: The, what my my biggest recommendation is is in terms of getting an outfitter, you might be too late. Obviously, we live in the only state that you can shoot an Osceola turkey, so they are, uh, very prized by turkey hunters. Um, so finding an outfitter for turkey for youth season, which is coming up, I believe on March, I want to say March 6th, somewhere in there, um, south of highway 70. Um, might even be earlier than that. Um, would, might be difficult. Anywhere north of 70 starts a little later. So you could, the, the best bet is to go to for public land. Some are quota hunts. Some are special permit hunts. The best advice I could give you there, especially as a new person coming into the state, is go to my, myfwc.com, the FWC's website, and they're going to have every management area in the entire state listed. It's going to and it's going to tell you whether it's a special permit, whether it's a quota hunt. Some of them are open for youth season. Some are not open for youth season. Um, there are a bunch of outfitters out there uh, that 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 uh, that do cater to youth hunters. Um, And, like I said, because Florida is the only place that you can shoot an Osceola, so uh, it's big business in the next few weeks coming up. But my FWC
4: would be your best bet.
3: Alan. I'll tell you, where. what part of the state do you live in?
4: Uh, I'm in North Pinellas.
3: North Pinellas. I'll give you a name of a management area. And some people may want to kill me because I'm going to do it. (laughs) But, But I can tell you where I have taken several youth turkeys and and you have access to it year-round, is Richland Wildlife Management Area. Youth season is open in there. It's you no know, quota, no draw. You just take the kid out there and hunt. And you can be out there now in small game season looking, trying to find your turkeys, and being prepared. And if you can't find them over there, I will be honest with you, I can maybe put you an X on a dot. Yeah. Okay. And
1: not only that, uh, once his uh, once uh, Bill George's wild and crazy caveman turkey uh, camp <laughs> opens up, and since can, I don't
3: have a youth,
1: yeah, I might have to come help you. <laughs> you yeah, know, and 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 the other thing is 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 knowing someone who knows, and uh, if you can wait, and you don't want it to actually happen during youth season, uh, our our good friend Toby Benoit up there in the northern areas where there's lots of Osceola's around Brooksville. He knows those woods by, like, the back of his hands, and he's always wanting to take kids out and stuff like that. So, you know, we can we can all work together and find a place for you to go, that's for sure. I mean, exactly. uh, um, we'd like to get him out there and have some uh, pale-skinned Pennsylvania kid get out there and kill an Osceola. That'd be awesome.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, he's, he's to, Toby's going to be
4: so. at the extravaganza, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: that's right. Toby will be there as well. All right.
4: Well, cool. We're looking forward to that. I'm going to get him out there that next. I actually for the for for a change. I'm actually off next weekend, so I can actually. I'm looking forward to that.
3: Look, look for a Hawaiian shirt. If I'm there, look for the Hawaiian shirt that's out of place in the place. <laughs> yeah, and say hi, and I'll try and help you out some too. Yeah, the, that
4: sounds good. Yeah, he's now. Richland, go over there. Is, is, come, is sure over there by Saint sure uh, Leo.
1: Sorry, go ahead, Alan.
4: Yeah, Richland was that over there by Saint Leo University? Pretty close. I think I've
3: actually seen that. No, no, Richland's over there um, north of Lakeland, that whole area north of Lakeland, okay. way east of Brooksville type like area of Highway 50.
1: Yeah, if you go the opposite way. If well, you're Instead of turning left, you turn right, and you'll go down there. You'll go past the little uh, Circle K convenience store there on the north-hand side. When you get to the red light, if you turn right and go south, all the woods that are on your left-hand side are basically Richland. And if okay. you keep if you keep going down fifty, there's a couple other entrances that go to where the camping area is and, and all that other stuff. And even it's on the other side of the street as well. It, it, Richland's but pretty big and it has a lot of roads. Big. Yeah.
3: Don't go in water if you don't know what's under it. Yeah, because do not the trucks go in there and play. And you can absolutely bury a vehicle.
1: Or you'll come out with a mattress underneath your undercarriage, (laughs) one of the two. (laughs) (laughs) Or a washing machine or something like that that somebody dumped out of there. But, uh, Alan, head on up, man. We Go to the Turkey Extravaganza, man. You'll meet a million guys up there who could probably get you in a million different places. Uh, I'm
4: planning
3: on doing it.
1: All right, man. Well, thanks for the call. We appreciate it.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you.
1: Now we're going to see if uh, Bill Jortz can hang up on you properly
3: no i hope he hangs up you gonna because wait i to hang I, up? I I know I can touch answer that call <laughs> oh, there he goes he's gone all
1: right Rick you're still there right <laughs> yes I'm still here all right good <laughs> sorry man. well, you know that's, uh, that's I'm
3: sorry, Rick if I gave you a spot away that you like but uh no, I gotta help no, a man no, out. no
2: i I'm not uh, ironically I'm not a big public land hunter, so um he kind of you know caught me a little bit off guard but um there there's plenty of plenty of public land for him to go out there and find a bird it's just putting your boots on the ground yep. and 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 searching for birds and like your advice of going out in small game season right now is probably the best advice he could have because oh, yeah. these birds are already starting to gobble they're already starting to let the hens know where they are so that's a, a really good way to get out there and, and do some scouting that's and right have fun at the same time
1: well rick we appreciate the call man have fun out there with yeah, at the uh, Turkey Extravaganza. It. We'll uh, we'll mention it again before we get out of here this morning, all right? Thanks, guys. You guys have a great day. All right, buddy. Rick Felita, of course, with uh, Cypress Creek uh, Turkey Calls. Great dude. He'll be up there at the Extravaganza as well. Uh, we're going to take a real quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning, you guys. We'll be back. Morning, everybody, welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Waiting gun, Bill George, Diego in the studio today, hanging out with you by the radio. Uh, 9 30. So, well, I'm anxious because you know, my, my boy's going offshore and he doesn't have to be over here until noon. And I'm like, damn, well, I, I'd be I, giggity, giggity all day. I'd be like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I want to take freaking a moment out.
3: briefly to recap, you know, what Rick was trying to say about the wildlife management areas and and whatnot, myfwc.com, if you go to the wildlife management areas, every single wildlife management area have different rules. Some are quota only. Some have youth weekends. Some do not have youth weekend. It is just absolutely confusing to the average person who comes here to the state of Florida to try and figure out, you know, what the season is. You go up there to Pennsylvania, the season opens on this day. It goes to this day. There's none of this, this game land is this and this game land is that. And
1: south of this or and north of that. They <laughs> have
3: they have certain areas where they may be during deer season have w- way too many deer down like in the Pittsburgh area. So they may have more liberal bag limits where you can go and get additional tags for that zone or have increased number of days. But, you know. All this stuff with all these different rules and you have to, you literally need to go in in, in the November, end of November timeframe or beginning of December and apply for quota hunts for turkey season, which some people aren't even in turkey mode. Now, you can still go out there to the the licensing site and apply for people permits who turn them back in they decide they're not going to be able to use them they turn them in those permits become available and you can go out there each week and it's kind of like a little mini hunt hey i'm trying to get a better area to hunt or i'm trying to get access some very good hunts come back available for use season in richland there's no quota permit required if you want to hunt turkeys in the first nine days of the season there you got to have a permit the land that butts up against it, Green Swamp, on the east side of Green Swamp, you need a permit only for the first weekend, and then after that, you can go in. It's and open hunt. season. It's open season. Yeah, I, um,
1: I, I know that's it's it's. it's. It's, it's frustrating it's, when it comes to, because I asked you, I said, you know, well, we should have mentioned Croom, too, because Croom has always been a good spot for turkeys as well. But you're like, I don't even know if they have well, a yeast there. So the I'm not is, sure. you got check to the, check the the site.
3: I don't know every manage. I used to know all of them a lot better than I do on an individual basis because I actually used to make a database out of each one and which, which ones you can do this and that with so I could try and figure out. Okay, if I want to hunt to this weekend, what's my options? You know? They
1: used to have this things called pamphlets, and you used to be able to pick them up out at the fairgrounds, and they would. You have, can't uh, even
3: go to a list of, of pamphlets anymore. You got to go to a wildlife oh. finder, and then you got to close this. And you, you, you
1: know what? I was uh, cleaning off a desk in the back. I found two pamphlets: one for uh, Upper Hillsboro, and one for Croom, and another one for uh, Chazewiska. Yeah. And I still had, and I was like, God, oh, what if these yeah. are still good anymore? <laughs> you, you look at some place you mentioned up in Hillsborough. You can only hunt there in the middle of the week
3: during turkey season. Upper
1: Hillsborough, those areas there where you can you can only use, you know, 410 or or 22, and it's only certain times. And when you go and you look, Google Earth it, and you go, why is this? And you look, and there's like, uh, you know, a mobile home trailer park that butts up right next to it. And then there's a road on each end of it, and all that stuff. So it's basically boxed in by human beings. So that's the reason why they won't let you go in there and well, do any kind of deer hunting or anything it, like
3: that. It, now, you can go in Upper Hillsborough and deer hunt, but it it is very unique in what Florida has with uh, the absolute crazy amount of rules, regulations for various areas. It It's it just It will drive most people crazy. It
1: will, and uh, it'll drive you totally insane. But Uh, It's one of those things where you have to start doing your research, and it's painstaking these days. It's not as easy as it used to be.
3: But I mentioned about right now, you could go out. Deer season is over in Richland. The traffic level is going to be a little bit lighter, which means you could go out there and ride around, find turkey tracks on sandy roads, try and learn the area, Go back, Google Earth it, you know. Try to learn some of the trails and everything around it. But uh, one nice thing is, is the traffic that is in there a lot right now is in the middle of the night. The kids will go out there at night and ride and party and do their things in the middle of the night. No, and and what that does is turn around all the turkey tracks. They'll 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 run them over at night. So what you see in the morning. They're fresh. uh, That's
1: that's where that bird started their day. Yeah, that's a good idea to get out there and start it. And during small game season is always a good time. We've always encouraged you um, to get out there during small game and use it for two things. Get out there, maybe pop a few squirrels and look around and learn and get the lay of the land and all that kind of stuff. And it's a perfect time to do it with this weather the way it is. And speaking of that. I wanted to mention that not only next weekend is the Turkey Extravaganza going on up in Webster, but also the um the first annual squirrel hunt uh, competitions going on up near Brooksville. That's still going on Saturday, February sixth. It's two-person teams, twenty dollars per team. Uh a five dollar side pot for biggest squirrel. It's optional, you don't have to do it. It's one hundred percent payoff, and uh the uh, each team gets to weigh in their top five squirrels. And if you got the top five squirrels, uh you could win yourself some money. It would be a good day to go out and, as Bill George says, do some scouting, shoot some squirrels, maybe go win some cash and uh you have squirrels to eat and you can stop a cracker barrel on the way home or something. See, if I
3: <laughs> if I were doing it, there'd be a, a one other side pot. What's that? It'd be it'd be the you could do the biggest squirrel, but Headshots only qualify.
1: Ah oh, yeah, well that could be done after the fact.
3: No, no, no. That, there can't be other holes in it. It has to be a single shot to the head. Why
1: are you gonna tell that? Unless you know you get to start. You're gonna see it. the squirrel. Well, if it's a four ten, you use a nine shot and those oh. are teeny tiny man. What if you use twelve shot out of a pistol? That's almost invisible. I'm sneaking around your rules. I've been hanging out with you way too, <laughs> Is that way scary? too freaking long.
3: Is that scary? Well, I'll bring an air compressor, and if they leak. <laughs>
1: bring them back to life.
3: <laughs> if uh, they leak, <laughs> you're disqualified. <laughs>
1: the old Gator check. Fill it full air. i us see if there's any other holes in this thing. Uh, I was, uh, while you were talking, I was perusing through the uh, FWC and the brochure. If you go to their brochure search, you can go in there and basically pick what you want. So if you go in and you push uh, turkey and uh, you go in there and you hit the button for all all seasons or whatever it is, for whatever species it is, uh, they supposedly narrow it down for you and you'd be able to go and... Um, then you push where, and then you push the, push the search engine, and then it, let's see what happens. Okay. Because so now it goes from the FWC to ocean.floridamarine.org. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, because. I, uh, I don't know what they have to do with uh, the brochures of management areas, but let's check out floridamarine.org and see what they have. And so far, nothing. Blank, blank, and blank. <laughs> Literally back to the same page I was. And search a specific area. Let's. I could do that. I guess.
3: And uh, if you don't get out to get you some squirrels, at the end of February twenty seventh, you remember what it
1: is? No. Is so are you this, be, this are you gonna is gonna be what here? we were talking about
3: earlier? Are you going to be here? You you turn around. I I do not plan to be here February twenty seventh. Okay. So you know why? Well, no. Because I plan to be at the wild game cookout. I said you are terrible. What wild game cookout? At Countryside Baptist yes. Church?
1: Yes. We didn't mention anything about that. We've talked about that several times now. I, I, you'll call me a I three know, days. I
3: know. We need a tattoo gun to put it on your arm. <laughs> and when you turn around and say, you never told me. I said, do you remember not being get tattooed? Uh, probably not. I think, what's a Sharpie for? About a good month? Good for a month on you? About
1: a week. Isn't it about a week? Sharpie's good for about a week. Diego, we're going to start sharpieing
3: him and see if he can remember at least De- from one week to the Depending where,
1: where we're going to put it, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> it's one of those things. Is that coming up on the 27th? Next month? Yes. This month? This coming month? Yes. Okay. A month from now. Wild game cookout. 27. Well, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be there.
3: Yeah. Are you going to be there? I intend to be there. Oh.
1: I thought you said you are going to be out of town. I, no,
3: I said I'm not going to be here. Oh. Oh. That's what you You asked me
1: if I'm going to be here. There you Are you coming? Is it on a Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be here. No, you, afterwards. No, it ca- afterwards. afterwards. Uh, it depends. We broadcast early and then. Yeah, I work usually all day on Saturdays. Well, We'll you have, have what? to see you that. You look awfully sick. Maybe you should go in and put in for that day. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Still waiting for the uh, pamphlets to download. Thank you. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Best intros on the planet. I hate
3: I, to interrupt it. I was. I should have gone in there. Because this is where
1: I come in right now. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden and Bill George here in the studio <laughs> along with Diego. Uh, hang on during the break. Vanessa sent me a uh, message on Facebook. By the way, as I've mentioned to many, many people before, I don't have Messenger on my phone. I. Do I do not have it on my phone. I don't. I have it on my phone. I don't have it on my phone. So my, I have my daughter's iPad in here in the uh, studio, which I do have it downloaded on, so that I may respond to people that respond that try to send me messages on Facebook. I don't I don't take messages, so um, uh, so Vanessa she wanted to know where she could get more info on the uh, squirrel hunt uh, dealio next weekend, and the only thing I can tell you is they have a Facebook page that's going on right now. It's the if you just go in and type in the uh, first annual Squirrel Hunt 2021. Uh, You can contact Michelle Payne, who we uh, spoke to here on the show a couple of times. And uh, it's a number that you can call so that you can get information on how to get there up to uh, Snow Memorial Highway up in Brooksville uh, where you can do the registration. Uh, So if you got a pen, Vanessa, get ready. Here we go. It is uh, 352584. one two seven six. That number again is three five two five eight four twelve seventy six. And yes, I will send it to you via Facebook Messenger on the iPad. Okay? So on the phones, we got Gene. Gene. Hey, hey, and
3: Gene. if you know if you turn what around about, and huh? you you uh don't get that. Diego will get that podcast up, and uh, you could go out there and re-listen to that telephone number if Braden didn't say it slow enough for well, you.
1: Well, I, I, I'm horrible at that. I mean, phone numbers anymore nowadays, everybody wants to go uh, go to com, and uh, you'll get your info all right there. So what's going on, Gene? What are you doing? What did I do? Was something wrong? What happened? No,
0: no. listen. So last week, I'm watching the news on WLKY in Louisville. And here is a TV ad, not talking about a sportsmanship, I'm talking about regular primetime TV for Glock, Glock Model 44.
1: Nice. The little 22. man,
0: you know? Yeah. And uh, was uh, basically outdoorsmen, people hiking, uh, guy fly fishing, which I don't know if you carry a sidearm fly fishing, but, you know, all these outdoor sports people. But there was on primetime TV a, a weapon uh, and they showed people shooting paper targets and stuff like that. I mean, it's a twenty two gun, but still, kind of blew my mind. That, yeah, because
1: you uh, never see that here.
0: Well, remember, concealed carry is legal in the state of Kentucky.
1: Well, it's legal yeah. here too uh, with a permit. No <laughs>
0: permit, buddy. Your permit is your birth
1: certificate. Yeah, that's well, that's true. You are born here, so uh, you are uh, supposed to have all the rights that the Constitution allows. Uh, no,
0: in Kentucky, everybody has a right to carry, unless you're a felon.
1: Yeah, the only problem is, up in Kentucky right now, is the ammo shortage. <laughs> it's. Uh, uh, I had a couple of Kentucky truck drivers who would come into the store and load up a box of all different types of calibers for all their friends back home in uh, Lexington, and uh, because all the gun shows there had, like, no ammo, so they were getting That's it That's
0: what they told you. What they didn't tell you was they were doubling their money. Like a <laughs>
1: Probably. A well, you know, they they have been known to uh, cart some stuff around in the trunks of cars up in the Kentucky uh, area up there. A little moonshine or something out yeah, there. It's one sure. of those things,
0: you know. But, it, but anyhow, it just it just kind of blew my mind. There was a weapon. I mean, it's a well-made ad. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Glock doesn't put out garbage. But I will say this. Um, one of the things I used to miss, or I still miss, you know, back in the day when uh, you had the Pravda West here in St. Petersburg, and then you had, uh, you know, the Tampa Bay Times and we had outdoor writers, you know, we had Frank Sargent and, uh, we had a
0: really nice show once
1: a year. Yeah. We had uh Frank Sargent. And then, uh, I forgot the young man's name that was over in St. Pete who passed away. Uh, Ray Tomlin. Yeah, that's right. Tomlin, who used to do really great articles. And those were literally the only outdoor stuff that was left in the newspaper and, and the vast majority of that was fishing related but there were still like turkey and quail and stuff i know with especially with frank Sargent's, he would he went out quail hunting with me and steve one time and had an awesome time but um up north it's a little different uh bill george can tell you like up in pennsylvania and places like that i used to have a gentleman that would stop by my house once a year right after Thanksgiving, and would bring me a stack of the outdoor sections of a newspaper from up in Pennsylvania, and it was all the articles where, you know, kids, smiling kids with big old bucks, and turkeys, and oh, yeah. fishing, and My all that stuff. My daughter
3: was on the the paper up there in Pennsylvania yeah. with their first
1: book. And no one, you know, no one passed out, no one, you know, uh, freaked out, no one had to, you know, call PETA or anything like that, but... Uh, he would bring them to me and say, here, I I'd brought brought you these so you could read how they're doing it up north and all that stuff. He'd save them.
0: He'd save them. Uh, uh, Fred, you remember when we were kids, we'd get all excited about Florida Sportsman coming out every month. And it was, you know, as big as the Sears catalog back in those days. But yeah.
3: uh,
0: you guys talking earlier about the, you know, the memories you had from magazines
1: and
3: stuff like that. I mean. <laughs> you just like the girls in the bikinis on the boats.
0: Well, it wasn't bad
1: marketing, you know, but. Where'd you see those in Field and Stream? I never no, saw those in Field and Stream. That's a, Well, he, Florida, Florida Sportsman. Oh,
3: Florida,
1: Florida Sportsman. Florida Sportsman. Two of those in there. Yeah, Florida Sportsman uh, was kind of like uh, back in the day, you know, it was uh, you know a fisherman's kind of Bible thing here, and then you had some knockoffs. And you still have Woods and Water around here, which is a great you know magazine for that kind of stuff. But I think that's what happened with the newspapers is they were like, well, there's, there's other means of uh, seeing that kind of stuff. We don't have to put it in our newspapers. But – you know, thank God for the Lakeland Ledger. They still got an outdoor section there for them. Uh, you thank know, you, Ian. Yeah, I mean, they still go out there and, uh, you know, give you a bass report and crappie and salt water and uh, anything that may be of importance uh, from the FWC, they still put that stuff in there. And
0: uh, uh, I- You know, I get the St. Pete Times. They deliver it two times a week now, and the Sunday paper's about as big as the Tuesday paper used to be. So
3: <laughs> uh, I wouldn't.
0: I don't count on seeing them after the next two or three years.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's true. But I don't know. I don't. A lot of people nowadays, I think, they rely on online and things like that to try to keep up. But the problem is, is as we've talked about it on this show, you know, Bill George is uh, you know in tight with the FWC. I receive all the uh, the the polls and things like that, and news reports and things like that from the FWC, but. Uh, somebody like Jonathan, he never gets the stuff. He's like, dude, I've, re- I've registered like three times, and I never get anything. They never send me a, a survey. They never send me a uh, this or that or whatever. We're gonna whatever. go
3: put Jonathan on some list. But if you think <laughs> about it, you know the the news cycle happens so fast now that by the time it can get written and published in print form, it, it's old news. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's yesterday's. It's, you know, 15 minutes ago, old news. So, well, I mean, I, you know, I get the
0: St. Pete Times online, and when I get the Sunday paper, I get a rehashing of the stuff that I read Tuesday through Thursday and Friday, you know. <laughs> and they're all, no, seriously, it's all stored up, and then they dump it in the Sunday paper. But, you know, if you, even online, everything's online nowadays.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I look at it this way. I mean, uh, if you're a, a person who likes to do the outdoor stuff, there's plenty of stuff you can look for, you can subscribe to, you can sign up for free for a lot of uh, uh, especially news releases, uh, anywhere that you might want to be heading out to. You know, let's say you're going up to Kentucky, you can go to their uh, their DNR up there and uh, put your <laughs> email address and all that kind of stuff in there and just uh, request news releases and be on their list. So it'll come right to you. And that's, yeah, oh,
0: no, there's access to it. But, I mean, yeah, I used to enjoy reading the paper and reading, you know, the, the sporting sections and what's going on. You still get the blurb, the fishing blurb most days of the week now.
1: Yeah. Well, but, I, I got to ask you this because Bill George is going to make me ask you this because this is like the question of all our callers for today. Uh, if you had uh, all the time in the world and a bunch of money, what would be your dream hunt? What would you go do, Gino?
0: Probably elk out in Montana or something.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a doable one. That's all good. Now, now why Montana? Would it be in the mountains? Uh,
0: high country, you know, beautiful country. But, um, you know, it, it would be as much the territory as as the game. So uh, it could be anywhere along the Rockies, but I, I just you know think of Montana in my head. You know, the big wide-open spaces and the mountains and everything else.
1: Yeah, but if you're going to so. go shoot elk, you got to get over to the mountain side of it because that prairie side, there ain't none out there hanging around. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, let's face it, you can do pretty good in Indiana right now. So.
1: Well, that's true, and in uh, Kentucky as well. I mean, oh, uh, absolutely,
0: in Kentucky as well. It's a tougher draw in Kentucky, though.
1: Yeah, but they had a 100% uh, season for elk up in Kentucky this I past year. I'll that
0: picture of that girl from Kentucky. They do real good up there.
1: Yeah, well, I think, what, they give out five permits? What <laughs> was it, five? And then, oh,
0: man, we'll see. Then you got a nuisance deer. Actually, that's the Indiana side of the river. But then they got, like, a nuisance deer permit. You can get a lot of venison up there,
1: man. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. uh, there's a lot of still a lot of agriculture up there. And, uh, you know, those critters are to a lot of people up there. So Eating
0: them soybeans up, man. This yeah, summer, man. I've seen one of the soybeans just laughing at me eating soybeans.
1: Costing me thousands of dollars every year, man. Let's get them suckers out of there. Trust me, I know. Uh, we used to have a nice little hot spot down in South Florida where um, I felt bad. I, you know, shot a doe, and he's like, "You only shot one." I was like, "Well, I, yeah, that's all I shot." He's like, he comes over, he grabs me this three ring binder, and he opens it up, and he says, "You see all these metal tags here? These are all the nu- <laughs> these are all the nuisance tags I got to get out of here this year. Don't ever come here and shoot one doe." <laughs> Come I went one in each fist. Yeah, now. he's like, uh, shoot about five does or six does or as many does as you need to. Get them out of here. I got to fill every one of these tags for the state. So I was like, oh, okay, you'll have to tell me twice. Yeah, uh uh-uh. I'm good. Well, Gino, go have a great day, man. It's a beautiful morning. Yeah,
0: man, go out and shake it up, guys. Bill?
1: Enjoy the day. All right. He's going to go try to go out and scoot out in the woods and go kill a deer, I can tell. Well, I
0: hope your boy comes back with some uh, red grouper, because black grouper's off the list.
1: Yeah, I know, and I, I tried to give him a list. I said, hey, you know, there's uh, lane snappers still out there. You can still get some mangoes, but uh, if you get any reds, you got to kind of let them go, even though I wish you didn't have to. But it's yeah. it's just that time we live in. It's just That's like, right. <laughs> Yeah, I said, uh, bring back some. Let's do this. It's all good. Don't be out there fried sashimi-ing up. it. Nah, it, nothing
0: like a fried scamp, man. He'll
1: be out there, he'll be out there sashimi-ing it with some uh, with his buddies. I'll eat it if you eat it. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good luck. <laughs> yeah. All right, Gino, get out of here. All right, bye. Right. See you, buddy. Happy Saturday. I'm surprised you didn't mention the uh, thing that I started the show with, where that calm, cool, full moon night when – Me and him and Tom and uh, maybe his brother Pete would be out there sneaking along the sides of Ross Island or out by Whedon with a big two-million-candle-watt Q-beam spotlight on the front of the boat. And here comes Mr. Lionsider come floating up there, Mr. 50-incher, and, oh, bam, gigging right in the back of the head.
3: You go from that to it's a protected game species, That nobody can keep.
1: That's right. Yep, back in the day. Because they're in danger. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and it wasn't my fault. It wasn't because of the gigging regulations. It was because of Red Tide. Yeah. Wasn't it, Bill George? It's all Red Tide's fault. All Red Tide's fault. Well, then I'm out of it. Well, I I, I want
3: to turn around and talk about that a little bit more next weekend. Okay. Because there is ways the FWC... at this next commission meeting is going to be reviewing. It's on the agenda to talk about the trout, redfish, and snook closure, and you have an opportunity to spend three minutes telling them your preferences.
1: Or just cussing them out like a sailor. You
3: don't even have to drive there. You just call it on a telephone number.
1: Thank you, Bill. Go enjoy your day. Diego, thanks for all your help today. We're going to go have a great and fabulous Saturday. We hope you do, too. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll see you next Saturday, you guys. Go out and have some great fun today. See you.